Welcome to Insights to Strength. I'm your host, Jay Love, and this podcast was curated to remind you that you are not your circumstance. Join me as I encourage you through the Word of God, help you to identify your strengths, and vocally walk alongside you in purpose. Hi, my beautiful people. What up, though? I hope this video finds you well, this message, this vlog, this um, this one-on-one experience, right? You could be listening to me right now on your, on the podcast. You could be very well listening to me uh, while you're sitting next to your friends and watching it on YouTube or, you know, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you find your dosage of insights to strength. You're listening to your host, Jay Love, and I'm just super glad to, of course, share in this experience with you. Um, today, I am hoping that you have had a blessed Thanksgiving and that the recuperation has been a great one. I know for me, it has been. <laughs> I didn't overdo it, amen, this year. I typically don't, but um, I had a an after Thanksgiving plan, right? So that if I did, I, I know that my body would be okay. Glory be to God. <laughs> I made sure that um, I ate lighter on this week and I went right into a healthy uh, regimen of eating. So I juiced and I fasted and I, you know, just, I ate well, okay? I ate well and I ate healthily. Um, so I'm glad that we are here and we are in another episode, you guys. And I'm actually opening it a little bit different than I intended to. Um, but one thing I do know, we'll start it right here. One thing I do know is that the blessings of God are yea and in him, amen. That is 2 Corinthians 1 and 20. Huh? Actually, I didn't even finish it. It says, for all the promise of, uh, promises of God in him are yea and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. Okay, that's the King James Version, but I love also the Message Version. And I'm going to read a little further into the Message Version because it states that whatever God has promised gets stamped with the yes of Jesus. In him, this is what we preach and pray. The great amen, God's yes and I yes together, gloriously evident. And then it goes into verse um, 21 and 22 saying that God affirms us, making us a sure thing in Christ, putting his yes within us. By his spirit, he has stamped us with his eternal pledge, a sure beginning of what he is destined to complete. Let the church say amen. All right. I I love that scripture. I love that verse even um, because it always brings an encouragement to me. Because so often, matter of fact, way too often, we put things in God's hands or make requests to him and never take our hands off it. We try to plot and we plan clumsily, right? We do these things clumsily, trying to do what we ask of God. But when you pray, hmm? Take your hands off it. (laughs) Jeremiah 29 and 11 says that, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and to not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. 
God knows your heart's desire, but it's different when you're in his will, in the will of God, excuse me, because those desires are not only your wants, but those are plant are those wants, excuse me, are implanted from God, right? So there are many things that he wants to do with you and things that he wants to do with me. So give it to him, right? He wants to give those things to us. Matter of fact, there are too many things. There are many, 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 many <laughs> things he wants you to receive. With that being said, the title of today's um, episode is Let God Do It. Let God do it. I want you and I want me to continue to be and get in his will. First Lady uh, Karen Clark cheered and uh, Small Kiki, when she was a little girl, has sang, the same, sang a song. And in the lyrics, they were saying that the safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. And I promise you, I couldn't agree more. But let me say this, state this as a disclaimer and reiterate that the desires in which I am speaking of are not desires of evil. They're not desires of lust or shacking and all those, thi those things that are not like God, nor are there the things that, that will go against his word, okay? I've heard many stories and I've had experiences outside of his will. So I know for myself that his will is the safest place. But continuing on, <laughs> there is a scripture that has been keeping me encouraged over the years. Um, and it says, but as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man, the things of which God has prepared for him that love him. I remember a conversation from August of 2016 uh, where I was on the phone with my big sister, Racina, right? I call her big sis, who was a guest in episode 13 entitled Spiritual Maturity. She had shared with me as the Holy Spirit guided her to, um, to tell me, and this is verbatim, okay, that God is teaching me his ways. He said that he was showing me how his words look, looks in action that I may see him anew. Not in the way that my family. Not in the way that my family had, has taught me, but he was showing me who he is that I may have a running testimony of his presence in my life. Now, I didn't know what I was going to do with that information, and I certainly didn't know what was going to come of it um, within those few months thereafter, but I at least knew that he was leading me. That conversation actually secured many foundations, okay? But it's because I am in his word, uh-huh, and because I am in his will that I've had glimpses and or snapshots of what God wants to do in my life. And maybe you've had them as well, but that's all it is right now. It's, it's a snapshot. The fact that eyes have not seen or ears haven't heard, hallelujah, <laughs> it just means that it is already more than I or you can phantom. What makes it even more beautiful is that he has prepared it all for me. 
because I love him. And y'all, he know it. <laughs> what if she never shared with me what the Holy Spirit had was giving to her within that moment, right? Y'all know I'm scripted. Quit playing. Um, <laughs> what, you know, am I only, and I'm only realizing this today, okay, is that the date of that encounter, on that date, my faith during that time hadn't even been tested to the level that it has been. Like I said, that conversation took place in August of 2016, right? And so... I hadn't, I hadn't yet been to battle for my faith, but oh baby, it came, okay? Had I never received that encouragement, the trials that I experienced, it, it would have just lent me a different response, okay? I could have looked at God differently, thinking that he was indeed trying to hurt me, <laughs> okay? Let's, let's be honest, okay? That November... I was involved in a car accident and it shook me up. Like it, it shook me really bad. Um, and although the thing is this, okay. Um, when I had that car accident, my, when I, my car stopped, I remember, I remember like that last spin, right? And I was like, oh, and I began just settling what just happened realizing that I was okay. This was my mind. I realized that I was okay. And then I, went, I was like, I'm about to get a new car. <laughs> I have been asking God for a new car, for a particular car during that time. And that person who'd hit me, you know, she didn't know any of these things, of course, but it still shook me. And when the, the cops came to open the door, Right, because there was a, a, I remember a cop being at the light um, that was going the opposite direction of me. I remember when they came and opened the door, y'all, all they asked me was if you are okay. And I began to shoot forth in tongues. <laughs> I'm so saved. I'm so saved. But I was rejoicing. And so the lady was like, calm down, calm down. <laughs> I, I was still processing y'all. But it shook me up. Um, and another one, y'all, somebody hit me again. After I got my new car that I was blessed with, somebody hit me again that following year in the month of June. But I knew better how to handle myself. I knew better how to prepare because what I was realizing is that, yo, the enemy was trying to take me out, <laughs> y'all. But it was a but God. Ha, <laughs> It's a but God. And so I am encouraged because he's planned for me. And I am reminded of a very, even a very recent conversation that um, my Nana, with my Nana. And over the years, if you know anything about she and I, you know, we're very close, even though I don't see that lady every day. And sometimes it'll be a whole month before she would see me, but she would always hear from me. But over the years, she has lent me so much encouragement and she's spoken life into me and she's provided understanding for me in the things that I have not seen. But I've been able to walk by faith continuously as a result of those continual encouragements and conversations. Um, whew, a few years ago, I'm going somewhere with all of this, y'all. A few years ago, Someone showed me their back, has shown me their backyard, and it unexpectedly gave me hope 
for something I didn't even know that I wanted. I'm talking about letting God do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But my Nana said to me in the recent conversation that it's more than a backyard, Jackie. She called me, she's called me, she calls me Jacqueline. You know, she said, it's more than a backyard. You, you, you all, that's showing it was just a demonstration, right? It's still just a glimpse. And since then, I've been able to see more. But even, like I said, it's, it's, it's just a glimpse. I'm trying to calm myself down. I'm so excited here. But every time I've taken my hands off it, God sends me more encouragement, <laughs> showing me more of my future. Hallelujah. But while in prayer, oh God, y'all got to stick with me on this one. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm excited, but it's, it's realizations here. It's God's continual support of me letting him do the work and complete the work in my life, okay? Whew. But while in prayer, an individual's face was seen. And although I didn't know this individual personally, I was impressed to attend their um, their church service. I had no clue as to why God was, uh, was showing me this particular person. And a few days later, I found out that he was actually going to be making um, his return to the pulpit. And so I was nagged by the need to um, attend this service. And I was impressed to even invite a couple of other people. Um, and the people that I was impressed to invite, I'd never even invited because it was short notice and um, I waited to the last minute to even reveal it or say anything because I wasn't sure when God showed it to me, well, when I was oppressed in prayer, I wasn't sure. Um, but this is what ended up happening. I began to ask God, do I skip my service altogether? Right. Do I go immediately after my service? I, I just, I didn't know. So I told God this, I said, if I am to attend this service, <laughs> Our service will end early. <laughs> that's that's what I told God, right? Just throwing it out there, y'all. Our service ended at eleven thirty-two a.m. We typically get a get out a little bit before, after twelve or whatever. But I so I invited some other people, not the people I was supposed to, but I invited some other people along with me, and that didn't pan out either. But that's okay. Um, like I said, I didn't tell the originals you know so i went i ended up going alone long story short i went alone and i drove almost an hour away to hear what was to be said and i went knowing or wasn't being i wasn't sure if um if i was going to be the messenger or if i was going to be spoken to i just went knowing that i had to go okay i arrived and service had already um, began because their service started at 1230, right? The typical time that I would be getting out of mine, their service had already started. So I was, I was given my visitor's card. I get, was given the announcements and I was given the program for that, that afternoon. I sat close enough to the front. Uh, I sat close enough to the front, but not so far back that, you know, I couldn't feel the presence of God. <laughs> you know, they say, stay close to the fire. So I wanted to be close enough to the fire, but you know, not so much so that I, you know, too feel out of place because I'm at, I'm a visiting member, right? I didn't want to see nobody else's seat, <laughs> but I wanted to be close enough so that I could be penetrated by the power of God when it did unleash, right? So I joined in in the worship, and I began to soon realize that okay, 
there are some technical difficulties going on right now. And so I pray, Lord, if this be the only reason that you bring me here, I'm cool with that. I will be okay. I said, have your way. So I prayed and I worshiped and I praised with the others. And there is no frustration like trying to worship God and give him all you got, but there are technical difficulties, especially when you're actually leading, right? And that was happening for this worshiper. So it, y'all, if you've been there, it's a different type of frustration. Even if you're a part of the worship team or the choir, you know that it's about to go down. You know service is about to go down. But that frustration that comes, like when people ain't in place and like, why my mic ain't working? We, do, you know, doing this to the audio team. It's it's a different type of frustration because you want to deliver what's in your heart and you want to share in the presence of God with the people. And you need and want to gather strength, but there's a ceiling that you it, it, that that keeps healing. It's a hindrance in the atmosphere. And if you if you've ever had time and in present and being in the presence of God, you know, you know that frustration, right? It's warfare. Hallelujah. In the atmosphere of worship. So that fight is it's yes, it's about you and wanting to deliver, but it's so personal because it's a fight that's present being presented to you and you aren't being, you know, you're being told to back down. And that the battle is not yours, but it's the Lord's. And you can't and you won't give up because you see, I got to make it to God. I got to I gotta get in his presence. I just want to be where he is. I, Y'all, I begged and pleaded for the Holy Spirit to come in and have his way. Hmm. And although you are crying and that you are begging and you're pleading, hallelujah, nothing seems to be manifesting readily. Man, you're doing all you know how to do and you're being told to just stand still. Know that he is God. You hear the Holy Spirit whisper to you, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Ooh, all of these things are coming at you and you want to fight and you have no fight in you. Man, I sat in that service and I waited for God to move. And he was moving, but it wasn't how I wanted him to. I'm forcing my way. I was forcing my way into his presence. And I'm the woman. I was the woman that needed to touch the hem of his garment. Man, I'm breaking. I was breaking. And I was unable to hold whatever it is that I was carrying. And y'all, let me tell you, I'm like I said, some of you know that sometimes I'm scripted. Sometimes I go off. Um, go off script or I don't even write one out. But while I was writing this, I wasn't in that church service. I was sitting in the middle of my living room and I'm recalling what it was that I felt during that service. But while I was writing this particular piece, all this was all that was just coming over me. I was and was realizing while writing this that I was carrying the weights and the burdens of others. You know, I'm, I'm used to keeping other people calm and hey, it's gonna be okay. Patting them on the back and huh, releasing it back to God and not realizing that I'm still, and that I was still carrying the emotional residue 
that I am and have been so consumed by the by other people's spirits sometimes. I'm going, 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 and I'm forgetting to check in with Jack. Wondering who uh, there's been many times who praying who's praying for the intercessor? Who's praying and lifting me up or you know, who gonna call and check in on me today? Like, hey, you've been MIA. <laughs> or even if I've been in your presence and you noticed that my spirit was off, who's calling to check on me about that? Right? I have a couple of individuals that sometimes will, but they don't catch it all the time either. So you're you're in this place, right? Of battling you. Bat you know, battling, like I said, the different spirits that come along with with having to do these episodes. And I was realizing that just sitting in my floor that moment. But y'all, in that service, I sat and I heard a really good word. It was so full. It was, it was meaty. Okay. It, it, it was, it was meaty. And you can tell that the deliverer. So shout out, man. I'm, I took shout out to um, uh, Norris Johnson Jr. God gave him that message to deliver to the, the people. And my God, it was like it was it was meaty. I sat and I heard a really good word, y'all. The Lord came through and the message it was delivered. So much was said, and there were two statements that I was able to walk, not four, but two, <laughs> two statements that I ended up walking, you know, away with and that stuck with me. And it was one one of them was this: you were just like everybody else. And the second was that you cannot be righteous alone. Now, the the point that the orator, the, the orator was trying to make is that you can't fulfill a righteous calling without the righteous one. You need Jesus to get to God. And y'all, I know that. And I didn't even think or I don't think or believe that I've been trying to live my life apart from him or without him. But the living righteously part, the doing all I can to to get where I uh, I I where God wants and needs me to be that spirit of try harder as my spiritual father will call it, y'all. Eve was created from Adam because it wasn't good for man to be alone. God knew that we would need the Holy Spirit for moments and times like these. He knew uh, that for times of the pandemic, like that we would need the comforter. He knew that we wouldn't, ah, yay, yay, that for homeschooling, parents would need him and all of these global scarcities. He knew you can't live righteous alone. Man, I don't want to miss what he has for me. And I don't want to do all of the housework and leave the garden untended. I, I, I don't I don't I don't want to do that. So let God be the traject the trajectory in your life. Trusting him doesn't always require your hands, hallelujah, to be in sight. Sometimes it really is in the standstill. So as I type this or as you know I deliver this word to you all, I kept hearing fast pray read and declare his word now that may very well be just for me 
but in case, just in case that it isn't, fast. Fast from the things that steal time. That is social media. That's TV. Being on the, being on the phone. Okay. <laughs> fast from your friends. You know, put them on pause. Okay. But pray as the second thing and do it unselfishly. Put God's agenda ahead of your own. Read the word. Self-books, self-help books are meant to be an aid and an asset. It They are not made to be a hindrance and certainly not a replacement of God's word. And the fourth thing is declare his word. As y'all like to say now, period. <laughs> declare his word. He has sent a lot of people. I'm not going to say a lot of people. I'll take that back. He sent people to me to confirm what he has said. And he's and he's done this amongst amongst other things, right? If he's sending his people, he's re reiterating it in his word. He's sending it in dreams and visions and just thoughts or just thoughts that you think have no meaning at all. God sends his word. So to you, I say, take your hands off and let God do it. Let him do it. He has chosen to share with me on this past um, on this past weekend. Not only my purpose, but he showed me where it was that I stood with him and that where I stand with him. And for that, I'm grateful. Now, like I said, that word that uh, Brother Norris, Minister Norris, had given, I I'm super grateful for it. But it didn't come in the form of lilacs and daisies. Mm -hmm. but it came with a belt and it came with a kiss. Ha! It came with chastisement and peace. Mm. He said to me, God, he said, Jackie, you are changing the course of how people go through tough situations. Mm. It is my job to teach others how to walk with their heads held high mm. when they should be hanging. Mm. That, when society say that their heads should be holding and weighed down. It is my job to sometimes walk alongside you in purpose. And it is my job to point you back to the Father. Let God give to you what he has promised you. Speak his word and watch it come to pass. Hold to his promises. So again, I say, fast from the things that steal time, whether that's TV, social media, your phone or your friends, Pray and do it unselfishly, making sure that you put God's agenda ahead of yours. Read the word. Self-help books are not to replace the word. They are to be an aid. They are not to hinder. And again, it's not a replacement. And declare his word, y'all. Right? God's word will not return to him void. And he's certainly not a man that he should lie. So keep praying, keep pressing, and stand tall. Thanks for joining in today. If you aren't already following me on all social media platforms, i.e. Um, Instagram and Facebook, YouTube is coming. <laughs> so it's not all social media just yet. But for sure, Instagram and Facebook, we are insights to strength across the board. 
feel free to tune in weekly to our broadcast, which is on Apple. Uh, we are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and podcasts alike, okay? Follow us. Insights of strength with the help of God is doing big things. And again, keep praying, keep pressing, and stand tall. Ciao!